Today, every day, small cap investors visit Agoracom knowing this is the day to discover the world's next great company to have their dreams come true. That's why I take to the open road to find them, to tell their stories, to engage them, to bring them to life because they want to connect with you from your office, your phone, your home, anywhere. Agoracom, find your dream. Welcome to Beyond the Press Release, a production of Agorcom, in which we take the time to speak with small cap executives right after they put out important news. With us today, for the first time ever, Scott Burton, CEO of Fans Unite Entertainment, trades on the CSC under the stock symbol FANS, great symbol, and for our friends in the U.S. under F-U-N-F-F. Uh, for those of you new to the story, it's going to be a lot of you. Look, the global online gambling market is potentially going to reach $1 trillion by the end of this decade. That's massive. But until recently, small cap investors just didn't have a company or a vehicle to provide them ground floor exposure uh, to this massive market and its growth over the next two years because it's been dominated by you know the big traditional gambling companies who are moving online. Uh, but they're focused on old-fashioned, good old-fashioned gambling. That all changes with Fans Unite. We're calling them the small cap iGaming super company, and they go well beyond gambling and attack both sides of the market on both B2C, B2B. We'll talk a little bit about that in a second. More than just lip service, it's not just big talk. Uh, the formation of this, uh, of this super iGaming company became a reality when Fans Unite acquired Ascot Entertainment. Some of the highlights there, it's a $27 million acquisition, $350 million in total bets in the combined company, over 300,000 registered users, uh, $5 million in financing. So the bottom line is you understand it. They've got the goods. And today's press release was Fans Unite launches U.S. expansion. Scott, welcome to the show. Thanks, George. Happy to be here. Hey, we're happy to have you. This is, okay. before we even dive into the, you know, into the mechanics of the press release itself, uh, this is a huge development. It's not easy, and you've done it lightning fast. For everybody at home, layman's terms, how big is it to be able to enter the U.S. market already relative to other smaller companies who would be a dream to do? Yeah, no, it's uh, it's massive for, for a company like ours. Um, I think for the size uh, of our company and the stage, um, I don't think you'll see many that are, are going to get to take advantage of the opportunity the way we are now with, with these partnerships. Um, you know, we've sat back and, and looked at the U.S. for, for quite some time. And um, as a small company, uh, the way the U.S. is set up, it's really not – uh, designed for a small online gambling operator to go in. That's why you see some massive names, fan, you know, the FanDuel's, the DraftKings, the MGM's. Um, so we we had one approach, which is our software side, which allows us to go in uh, as, a, as a smaller cap company. Um, but really, we needed to figure out how are we going to navigate state by state regulations um, on the licensing side when that, again, plays well to uh, deep pockets and, and heavy legal costs and regulatory burden. Um, so, so this announcement for us and partnering with Gameco and, and not just Gameco, but Tenstar and Grid all is one group to go in and tackle that market together. 
um, for us to be aligned with those companies and now have this U.S. access at this stage, um, like I said before and something, I mean, it, it probably moves us ahead 12 months from where we thought we would be in terms of even thinking about the U.S. 12 months and millions and millions of dollars if you had to do it organically, correct? Like that's yeah. how important that strategically this is to, to Fans Unite, right? Yeah, yeah. So, I mean, you can look at a single state license could be in the millions just to get that. So, so the fact that we've got a partner that gives us some regulatory coverage and allows us to push our software in, um, takes all that away from us. Um, so each piece of this group, it, it brings, you know, a crucial component that to try and pull together as, as one company, um, you're exactly right. It's going to cost millions and millions to do all this. Um, and then, and then the time involved, uh, you know, is, right. is, many months massive so let's go into the details a little bit uh gameco they've got gaming licenses in pretty much 30 jurisdictions including jersey nevada right uh you know who are they what are the specific opportunities that are going to arise out of this yeah, so so Gameco is uh, is you know founded by a guy called Blaine Grubois. Uh, he he came up with the kind of an idea around the same time as we did when we started looking at the esports space in 2014, and just thinking about the size of market, the potential demographic, and the aging out of traditional casino goers. Uh, you know, Blaine had the same concept around the uh, the brick and mortar casinos and the cabinet games. So really wanted to put something in casinos that would draw in a younger demographic, the millennials, and give them cabinet games that were video game based skill based games um, much more interactive than uh, pushing a sit around a table counting cards or whatever right. yeah exactly and, and you know with the video game background he had and his team um, they're perfect to do that and they've done really well so they have some major backers in the casino space already some major partners and then the licensing infrastructure so so really what they were looking to do is to, to build off of all of that work. So everything we want to do, you know, we want to leverage our technology that we've spent years building. They want to do the same. They want to leverage their footprint in the U.S. They want to leverage their relationships and they want to move online. So if you look at MGM, I think they came out and said that the online gambling space is the biggest opportunity right now going. So moving online in the U.S. is, is a massive, massive opportunity. 20 billion plus in the coming years. Um, so Gameco wanted to uh, accelerate themselves into the online space still appealing to the uh, younger demographic that are video gamers, esports fans, because that's where the future is in gambling. That's the future of casino. If they're going to have people coming in the door, it's going to be these people who are 18 to 30 year olds now. And so we had the, the software side of that done and we've already passed multiple licensing jurisdictions around the world. Um, and, and so what it does for us is it allows us to then be go in as a partner with Gameco who covers us on the licensing front and then also has the, the relationships that would take us again years to build out in the US. So up until now, since 2013, when we really started and then 2014, when we pushed eSports, uh, we've been focused outside of North America. Um, you know, we're a Vancouver based company, but really the gambling opportunity online has not been the US. That has changed and that's a massive shift, the biggest shift in the space in the last number of decades. So with this ability now to partner with Gameco, uh, we have the license coverage. It takes a ton of that burden off of our company. They can now go to the partners they already have, and they already know have an interest in this demographic and this style of game, and then launch our platform into those partners and new partners. So the immediate opportunity is for us to go into existing sports books online and give them a, uh, an eSports product. It's you know top to bottom, probably the, the best one out there. 
um, and really it gives the opportunity for the people that we're going to partner with a way to, I would say, authentically get an esports product that appeals to the demographic at a pretty low entry and friction point for them. So we've got a full turnkey solution. Um, you know, we can integrate with their existing infrastructure and architecture. So we'll work with their existing wallets. We'll work with their existing uh, player account management systems, their bonusing reward systems like MGM rewards, whatever they might have. Mm-hmm. We can just seamlessly integrate there and now they can give out an esports product and then there's two other partners involved that are that are key to this. Um, I don't know if you want me to mention those now. And, and sure, sure. Hey, hey, look, so, this is big. Of course we want yeah, so, so again, there are two really, really big names in the space. And, and one of them is Grid Esports, um, founded by a friend of ours, Moritz, who's a pioneer in esports betting. So he put out the you know first ever licensed UK licensed esports betting site years ago. Uh, went on to be head of esports data for Bet Genius, which is a big, big data provider, uh, and then left to launch Grid Esports. So what Morris is doing is he has the relationships with all of the game publishers. These are video games, so the professional video game leagues that cover esports. So he's got the relationships with the publishers. He's got the relationships with the tournaments and leagues. So he's acquiring data rights. So it's as if you go to the NBA and get the exclusive data rights for NBA in terms of betting, um, if that makes sense. So you could be sport radar and do a deal with the ATP, the tennis tour. So what Grid is doing is getting those exclusive rights for the esports events. So we're getting the real-time screens, the real-time data, the accurate information, and then we're feeding that into the, the next partner in the, um, the group of four, which is Tenstar, which is some of the best traders, uh, risk managers in the industry. And so what they then do is they're taking these re- the real-time data, they're taking the information from the tournaments, leagues, and events, creating the odds and the risk management. That's a huge part of operating a profitable sports book. You can offer esports betting, but to do it profitably right now is still, um, can still be a challenge for people because it is a, still a new space. So 10 star is, uh, I would say at the top of that game. So, so then that 10 star data feeds back into our chameleon gaming platform. And that's the, the full turnkey solution. So what um, partners are going to see is the chameleon platform that we have. So the interface, all of the mechanics behind it is ours. Uh, It's feeding in the 10 star risk trading uh, odds management, plus some of our own products on top of that. And then 10 stars taking the exclusive data feeds from the tournaments direct from grid. Um, You know, we, we combine together and we've got the, you know, the best You've got a solution high gaming advantage. solution right now out there right and that's and that's the part there are two parts out there you know to summarize that that are really powerful one this is a four company you know operation here right this this is a great partnership but what i really love about it as uh as an observer and as a shareholder is that is that gameco already has the customers it's not as if you guys have formed a group and said okay it's george and scott and a couple of guys are going to go after the u.s market but we got to grind. We got to knock on doors. Doors going to slam in our faces. Gameco's already got those partners. Those partners needed your esports uh, package, right? And you needed Gameco's licenses at the end of the day. So, is it is it would it be a stretch to say, Scott, that we should be expecting to see? And I'm not asking you to project, but this is uh, you know I'm, tr- I'm trying to figure out if I'm drawing a reasonable inference. Would it be reasonable to say that? We should expect to see, you know, actual customer deals and you know those those kind of actual revenue generating partnerships 
starting to be generated uh, you know, it, throughout 2020? Yeah. yeah, I think that's fair to say. I mean, that's the, uh, the whole intention. And we all, I think for each one of those groups is, is um, you know, speed to market and first mover and all of those things are, are, you know, always an advantage. And, and when we looked uh, around at each other and just, I think, saw the acceleration we could get by doing that, um, that, uh, yeah, we've now got something ready to go. Um, and, and I would expect that, you know, the next time we're, you know, we're coming on here is one of those times is going to be to talk about our first installation then our next one and, and a few, hopefully. Let's look at online gambling and I want to play devil's advocate here too, because everyone yeah. knows when we do these interviews, they're, they're not softballs, right? The online gambling market is massive and it's going to grow exponentially, but it does have big established players as competition. Uh, and you've kind of hinted at it here, you know, how are you guys going to carve out your piece of the pie as this pie just keeps on expanding throughout this decade? Yeah, I mean, it's a good point. I think one thing, you know, to, to say around that is um, coming at it from the side we have, which is the, the software side, the, the business to business angle. Uh, we do have the ability, ability to generate direct to consumer sites and revenue, which we do now. But um, it gives us a big advantage to go in and take a piece of this market because a lot of the names you hear and see um, are not technology companies. They are brands or they're casino brands, uh, especially if we're thinking specifically to the U.S. So they don't have the technology and, and we do. And, and there's not many that I think are going to be end to end at the size and scale and the speed we we're able going to be able to do it at. So, so there's our, I think our entry point into the market is through that software angle. Um, again, if you go into specifically on the esports side, that gives us basically an opening conversation with any group in the world, no matter how big they are, they're all trying to figure out their esports product. And they know that we've been at it since 2014, first ever direct to consumer esports betting company licensed in the of man uh the first ever dedicated esports daily fantasy site just nominated against some of the biggest names in terms of or for being a uh, esports software provider um so we're already being recognized there so one that opens the door for any of those conversations to get in and take advantage of the growth and really what you are also seeing now would be the example of a lot of these just being the brands and going after customer acquisition but not owning technology is the the DraftKings sb tech deal uh, which made huge news in the U.S. It's the, uh, the the big SPAC deal that they did where they acquired SB Tech into the uh, the Diamond Eagle SPAC. Uh, that went from, I think, being, say, a $3 billion valued deal to now I think they, they're $12.9 billion. Um, really what they identified there was technology was a huge missing piece of, of the value of that business because they were using Candy, and they, I think they still are now until the full switch over to SB Tech, they recognize that by not owning tech, um, you're giving away, in their case, probably hundreds of millions of dollars over a lifetime or that deal um, by not owning the technology. So, so our ability to participate now is the fact that we've got uh, an infrastructure that allows us to go into the you know licensed areas around the globe. When you look at, uh, we have physical servers in multiple countries around the globe. Uh, we've got licenses coming in many jurisdictions. Now, you know, the missing piece really was how do we get in the U.S.? So, you know, if you look at our company in terms of global coverage, uh, we're there. And then on the, the business to business side, the, the beauty for us is the upside potential is massive. Uh, you know, there are two sides to mm -hmm. almost every software. There's B2C. So in the gambling and the iGaming space, B2C is 
you know, you go to George's Casino. I own an cas- online casino called georgescasino.com. You come to my site, you pay some money, you deposit some money, and you play games. And that's, that's, a, that's a B2C business, right? That's me going to the consumer to play. Uh, uh, Fans Unite also has a B2B side, which is they're supplying George's Casino, georgesonlinecasino.com with, with, so let's talk about how big an advantage it is for you to have, because everyone understands B2C, for the most part, they get it, right? But yeah. let's explain that you also have a B2B side. So you're covering both sides, what that means, how important that is. Yeah, so so what it means is um, we provide those uh, George's casino brands with with their software and, and in some cases their gambling license. So looking at rest of the world again, we have the ability to do a full uh, white label agreement with somebody where they might have uh, a big user base or a good brand, uh, but not be in the online betting space and want to be, but not want to go through the, uh, the many, many hassles and hurdles of getting an online gaming license in mobile jurisdiction. Right. So they can come to us and we can give them a full suite. So we can give them a gaming license. So we can sub-license gaming licenses from some of the jurisdictions. And then what we also offer is the full infrastructure you need to run a gaming platform, uh, especially in a tier one licensed jurisdiction where you're going to go through technical audits, you're going to go through security audits. So we will then give you your payment system. So the ability for players to deposit money, withdraw money in many different, uh, you know, whether it's fiat, whether it's crypto, whether it's using a wallet, whether it's using a credit card, we can build that in or we have that. We have the banking situation set up. So in every jurisdiction we're in or every country will have multiple banking arrangements. Uh, we manage player protected funds. So we ring fence player funds so they can't be touched and they're always there. Uh, we do the age identity location verification so we can tell if they're in a country or jurisdiction where we're allowed to take bets from. Uh, we can verify identification, address, all of those things. And then we give you the mechanics in the front end that you would see. So whether it's designed as one of our off-the-shelf designs or we do some customization, you can have your own site. So really all you do it's in this turnkey, right? It's turnkey at the end of the day. So yeah. me as the proprietor of Agoracom, I've got a massive audience on Agoracom. I've got a, and I'm looking for more ways to monetize it. Technically, I could come to you guys say, hey, Scott, I want to set up Agoracom Casino. Uh, because investors on the Agoracom site during the day and they're researching stocks but at night, Friday, Saturday night, I want to give them some fun to do, but I don't want to go through licensing, building software, none of that. I just come to you guys and I don't know, 30 days, six days, 90 days, you've set me up with the turnkey Agoracom casino, away I go. Yes. Yeah, absolutely. That's power. Yeah. And then we, the other, the other people we work with is the guys who have all that licensing infrastructure, but primarily we look at the esports angle. So they have a great sports book. They have a great casino, but they have a terrible esports offering. So we can just slide right in. And instead of us giving you all that stuff, we can work with their existing wallets, their existing player management systems, all of that. So there's the two sides there just on the B2B. But the beauty of it for us is the guaranteed monthly recurring revenue. Um, you know, that's, that's something that uh, covers, you know, the fixed costs of running the business and it's highly scalable. Um, so adding dozens or hundreds of sites to our existing infrastructure is a, is a realistic possibility. We don't need to invest much more in the infrastructure in terms of now scaling up what we have and bringing on B2B providers. So we get a, a monthly recurring revenue. So every month we'll get a fee. And, but then we participate in the upside. So this is where it really, really scales up. Right, risk-free. 
Yeah. And so if we have a partner who's like hits a home run with their site and has millions of users, um, as their revenue goes up, our share, we get a percentage share as well. So we go up with them. Um, so it's, it's, it's a great partnership. They are typically longer term deals and the switching costs are high. So, you know, once you're embedded with an infrastructure, um, you've got all those backend things in there. It's not, you know, it's not that easy to, to switch out, um, especially if you're going to have to go get your own licensing and everything. So, so it can be fairly sticky, uh, long-term deals, monthly recurring revenue with upside potential. So Scott, you could turn anybody, look, everybody who's online has a massive audience. I don't care if it's a so, social media site. I don't care if it's a, 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 a fashion site, a sports site, you, a food site. As long as it's got a massive audience, technically, you could help any any site, any platform at the end of the day further monetize by helping them just create their own casino at the end of the day. So is it is it fair to say the possibilities are almost endless or do you think that's too much of a stretch where you 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 may not get Twitter wanting to start their own casino? Uh, is that too much of a stretch? Yeah, I think there's some stretching in some of those, um, some of those, but but it is it is it, it opens it up to a much bigger sort of okay. opportunity when you say look at you know one of the groups that we we signed a contract with has a few million uh, fans and followers from just being in the gaming space for many many years. They've built that up organically over time. Uh, they've now got a great reputation, and then they looked at it and said how how do we monetize these users, especially since. Um, you know, that demographic, the, if, if your model before was ad revenue and banner ads, um, this, this next generation yeah. doesn't see banner ads. Um, so, so you need to figure out how you monetize those eyeballs. And, and that's really the, what we really liked about the, the way esports is taken off, the way gaming's taking off and the fan engagement that it brings. So, but you are right. We can take people like that, give them a site. And really the, the coming together of Ascot and Fans Unite was, um, you know, we were, we didn't have, every piece of the puzzle and, and neither did fans unite uh, until we came together. So, so fans unite was a, before the you know, merge of ASCA, which was the company I started um, was focused on the traditional sports world and looking at the same things we were looking at, but from a different side. So they were looking at how do we bring esports in? We know that we need it and we know that it's a huge driver of growth and, and the future of sports books. And we were saying, you know, we've got this amazing, we think esports platform that can acquire these users and bring them in. But what if they want to bet on soccer? What if they want to bet on basketball? Nobody wants to do all the work of acquiring a user and then have them leave to go place a bet on somebody else's site. And that's why we also are bringing in our own casino style games. So we just did a deal uh, with the ear platform, which now will open up 6,000 casino games to anybody using our, our chameleon gaming platform. So now we have sort of every possible revenue angle covered from a, a true iGaming platform. And that was where this uh, merge between Fans Unite and Ascot really was, I mean, it was synergistic, uh, it was transformational, uh, and, and it gave us the, the full suite um, and then the you know we're just adding pieces so the next piece was okay we've got the sports we've got casino we've got our own games we've got esports um, we've got licenses now what are we going to do about the U.S. and so we just knocked that one off our list and then we've got another one coming so Unbelievable. Scott I gotta tell you we could sit here for you know another half hour and talk about Fans Unite and what you guys have done I'm going to leave it there because that's an amazing amount of information. And usually I ask, hey, what should we be looking forward to? But 
we pretty much covered that already as we're going through this because it sounds like where you said, you know, I've got to run my tape recorder back, but you basically said, hey, well, next time we're on here, we're probably going to be talking about new customer acquisitions and new partners that we're signing on. So uh, we're really looking forward to that. But in the meantime, thanks a lot for this you know, amazing, uh, amazing interview. Congratulations on this, you know, essentially merger that you guys and, and what you guys have created. Can't wait to see. Look, everyone at Agoracom knows, everyone that watches me knows, I'm all about this decade is going to be the amount of wealth created uh, by disruptive technology companies. And FanJunite is a disruptive technology company that is set to go. And, um, you know, you, if I had to have a bunch of check boxes, they got them all checked off, right? Still got to execute. We know that. But executing from way higher than georgescasino.com. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Hey, but you know, hey, you know, that's why I'm not making money at georgescasino.com. So maybe I'll have to come to you and get a white label, eh, Scott? Yeah, we can set a call up after this. All right, buddy. Well, listen, okay. thank you so much. Looking forward to having you back. For everyone at home, you've been watching, or if you're in my podcast, listen to Scott Burton. He's CEO of Fans United Entertainment. Trades on the CSC under fans. Doesn't get any easier than that. And for friends in the UF, Fun, F-F, F-U-N-F-F is the stock symbol. Uh, you know, pause Netflix, stop the social media scrolling, start doing your due diligence. We know that there's a lot of information for you here for you to absorb. We got it covered. Get to Agoracom, get to the Fans Unite profile page, and we've got this all really nicely laid out for you uh, so you don't have to remember everything here. But, you know, take a close look, do your research, stick with the Fans Unite hub on Agoracom so you can keep getting updates uh, automatically sent to you and have a fantastic day. And for everybody celebrating this weekend in North America, have a great, safe Labor Day long weekend.